Hello and welcome to Take 5 for Real Estate. I'm your podcast host, Owen Ron. Today on the show, we have mega producer Karen Briscoe. She's with the HBC Group with Keller Williams in McLean, Virginia. She's also an accomplished blogger and author and podcaster. So let's welcome Karen. Hello, I had to log in. <laughs> and I, Hi, I didn't have an account, so I, I, I had to go look out the login information. So there we go. Oh, my God. Well, Yay. welcome. Success. Thanks for, uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for punching through. Yes. Uh, um, well, yeah, welcome to the Take 5 for Real Estate podcast. I've noticed we both have an affinity for the, the number five. We have that in our podcast names. Um, how's your day going so far? Oh, excellent. Got a price change on one of my listings that I've been working uh, diligently to get. And so that's going to, I'm confident that's going to be what's going to move the market. So I'm All right. excited. Yeah. So let's, let's jump in. I, I think the topic du jour, of course, is how has the virus impacted real estate? And so let's, let's hear from you. How has it uh, in, impacted your you know, sales prices and number of showings and number of listings. So, so give us your input on that. Well, the great thing is, is that we were coming into uh, the first quarter as being our best first quarter ever. I mean, it was just an incredible uh, coming out of the the gate. Uh, Oftentimes it's a slower um, entering into the spring season because we, in the Northern Virginia, inside the Beltway, Washington metro region, we do have seasons. And this year, the uh, we didn't really have a winter. So because of mm-hmm. that, we had a very early spring market. So the exciting thing is, is we had so much on the books that March was our best month ever. Right. Uh, so that was really a awesome. great way to enter this season. Uh, we have seen uh, the biggest change in our market area is sellers are holding off. I mm-hmm. believe we have a lot of buyers out there and pin up demand from the people I've talked with. Uh, so it's really what's holding it back is the sellers and their reservations about um, having people um, come in their homes, that kind of thing. Now, that being said, we've actually had people, uh, buyers write offers on the mm-hmm. virtual tour, which we've ramped up significantly as a lot of agents have. Um, we always did have amazing professional photography and um, those in floor plans and, you know, interactive and that kind of thing, but we have definitely wrapped, ramped that up. Uh, yeah. So we our prediction for the future or if anybody <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. make predictions for the future, we, this, this really isn't a housing crisis, right? Um, mm-hmm. If anything, it's creating more of a, housing crisis on or opportunity on the other end. What's mm-hmm. remember the Chinese symbol for, you know, crisis is, you know, danger and opportunity. Yeah. Um, we actually think this could have, because a number of reasons could actually spur a huge housing um, boom um, right. because, well, first of all, people have spent more time in their house than they yes. ever have. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. All, you know, shelter at home, right. Sanctuary yep. at home. Uh, people are going to, there are going to be things they love about their home. And then there are going to be things they're going to want to make a change about where they live. Um, and it will, there will be some urgency to doing that because people are like, well, I want to be there while I can enjoy it now. Right. Whereas before maybe be like, Oh, when this happens, we'll do it. So I think that's one thing. 
Right. Um, the other thing that I, I see will happening is, um, whereas last decade, the, the trend we had been seeing pretty strongly, um, well, at, let's, let's go back. Let's talk about what happened after 9-11. Sure. Um, what ap- happened after 9-11 was there was a lot of people wanted a, their own home as their sanctuary, right? Because right. safety, they wanted to... Um, they they enjoyed having their space and and their their security in their home and because of that a lot of people went out to the suburbs or just even where there was more space to be had uh, depending on you know the type of area um and then we started seeing the last 10 years so that was in you know 2001 so in the last 10 years we started seeing this huge push towards urban so a walkability, um, yep. having less, you know, more turnkey, less, you know, exterior maintenance and home maintenance and, you know, for people to travel. <laughs> right. And so I think what I'm hearing in the marketplace is there could be a, a shift. Um, back to the burbs. Back to the burbs, right? Oh, uh, interesting. Well, yeah. So we're seeing like that physical distancing of space being desirable now you know if you're you know if you're in new york city in a one-bedroom apartment you know your your idea of physical distancing may not be the same as if you're in houston right so right um so it's going to all be relative but we do think that there's going to be and there's going to be whereas there was a the the baby boomers being the largest generation ever um in you know in demographics um, right. And they have been driving a lot of housing uh, through the last, you know, well, baby boomers started in 46 to 64. So that generation, um, they also birthed the largest generation, <laughs> the millennials. Right. So that's the largest had, group of home buyers now. Yes. Or potential uh, home buyers. Yes. So mm-hmm. we could see a couple of things happening. We could see a uh, a drive to household formation and wanting their own sanctuary in space, mm-hmm. or we could see a, you know, bounce back, if you will, into more shared housing, um, kind of compound like, yeah. uh, so we could, it could go, you know, the both options are very likely, uh, for future, um, housing, uh, needs, but we're, we're definitely going to see, I think a lot of people who will, put even more emphasis in their home, even though home has always been, you know, where the heart is and where, uh, you know, a lot of um, people. Yeah, a lot of pride in, in yes, their yes. residence. I, and, I think it'll be even more yeah. so, whereas, you know, we had seen a lot of direction towards turnkeys so we can travel and be away from our home. I think we're going to yeah. see, oh, let's create our own, you know, oasis, yep. our yep. own, you know, yeah, and I here. think, yeah, I think at least in Houston, I'm sure it's that way in, in McLean also is there's just the apartment builders have just gone crazy the past five, 10 years. And there's so many huge apartments uh, that house all our future home buyers. And if I was stuck in an apartment, you know, 
stuck is probably the wrong word. Safe is a better word. <laughs> yeah. The last month or two and, and through May and maybe even to, to June, I would be saying, boy, you know, when I get out, we need to get our own place. And, you know, I'm not, if I'm going to work from home now, which I think probably a certain percentage of the, of the, of the workforce uh, is going to be moved to their house. They, because people that, you know, I think a lot of people have figured out, hey, we can be just as productive if people are working from home and we don't have to pay for the lease space. So people are going to be more, you know, desiring a nice house with a or a condo or something with a, a room for an office versus, you know, right now they're both sitting on the on the couch with laptops. So, yes, I do uh, think that is a trend as well. Yeah. The- Uh, dual offices or dual workspaces or homework stations or all of those things are going to be configured. And also the other thing they're they're talking about is trends and like just storage capabilities, right. And and drop Mm -hmm. zones and places for, you know, all of those deliveries that come in. And, and so we're going to see some shifting in, in design and um, those kind of needs and, and a lot of, you know, privacy and, physical distancing that creates space for yep. neighbors. Um, but also people are going to uh, in their own community. So, you know, yeah. those kind of options are going to be, um, people are going to look for those, I think, as yeah. well. Instead of thinking they're going to go yeah, to the I gym think, or they're going to go somewhere else to do it. Right. When, what you said about after nine one one with uh, the people moving to the verbs, I think that was maybe more of a thing because you were right there in DC and uh, and I don't think we had that so much in Houston. I think, I think what drives people in Houston to move to the verbs is, is, you know, kids and we're, we got to get in this school system. We got to get in that school system. So um, we're still having, a, I think a lot of people still like to live uh, inner loop if they can make the school system work for their kids or they don't have kids um, or empty nesters. So well, let me back up a little bit. Uh, can you kind of just give us the path you took to get to where you are today? I know you have some interesting twists and turns in there, and it's uh, fascinating. You're certainly super successful. So, so kind of update us on on uh, how you got to where you are. Well, my husband's a Texan. He actually grew up in, uh, in Houston. Yeah. He always likes to say he used to drive cattle inside of uh, Loop 12, is it, I think? or um, uh, Loop, Loop 610 yeah. or Beltway yeah. 8. Yeah, there's a couple yeah, of them. So... We've got three loops now. <laughs> So anyhow, he's, he's a, a Texan uh, through and through. And um, awesome. so we met in Dallas and I actually uh, out of college worked for Tremel Crow and did a commercial uh, development. And mm-hmm. so when he, my husband's career moved us to the DC area, cause he was working in public policy. Um, I actually was home with our kids uh, was a primary caregiver because of his travel schedule and, and work. And I was mm-hmm. blessed and glad to do that. Reentered the workforce uh, actually on the commercial side, went to work for the Starbucks company um, and had the Nextel account. And it was during the tech bust and there isn't any money in disposition when you're, <laughs> uh, right. you know, the, the bust caused the, you know, the disruption in the industry. And so I went to the residential side and the reason why I share that is because I really feel like my strengths are both sides of the real estate equation. And that is the commercial side. A lot of people look at that as being the hard skills, the negotiation, market knowledge, strategy, and the soft skills on the the people skills, the relational skills, right. uh, the connection skills are kind of more yep. attuned to the, more emotional. Right, the emotional side of the residential. And I, I really 
brought them both together. I, I like to say it's like a Reese's peanut butter cup, but you know, chocolate and peanut butter together is better. So I met with success really rapidly and taught the attention of the top agent in our market area. She was number 10 in the nation, uh, Sue Huckabee. I became partners with her in 06 and sadly she was ill. So she um, passed in 08, uh, the same month, the financial markets crashed September. Right. So uh, I had some muscle memory from the Texas days, a uh, savings and loan crisis right. of the eighties, the tech bust of, uh, you know, a few recessions in there. And so I actually had the muscle memory of uh, how to respond in time of crisis and set about rebuilding the, the business and the company uh, with mm -hmm. my business partner, Lizzie Conroy, who's been with me since 09. And you know, say, for example, in 20. 19, our team sold um, 90 plus million dollars worth of real estate. Uh, we're, Tremendous. yeah, we're in a high <laughs> uh, market value area, average sales price about a million. So it, uh, you can do the math. We sold about a hundred houses um, and with a pretty small team, myself, my business partner, one other agent and then staff. Oh, what happened is, is when frequently happens, you know, people start saying, well, how'd you do it? <laughs> they want to know, how do you do it? Right. And so I started doing coaching, speaking, training, and that led to people saying, well, you should write a book. And I'd been writing a blog that had a following. And so that led to me writing the book, uh, Real Estate Success in Five Minutes a Day, uh, Secrets of a Top Agent. And that came out, it's about ready to have its fourth birthday. Um in 2016. And then that led to being asked to be a guest on podcasts. And mm -hmm. that was um, also led me then to, I was like, wow, this is really great having these conversations with people in all sorts of um, predominantly real estate and related industries. But what I found is, is sales and entrepreneurial skills really transfer into a lot of fields, right? Right. So the, right. um, the five minute success podcast, um, launched in the, um, October of 2017 and it's about ready to come up on over 250 episodes. So it's, uh, was named, uh, recognized by overcast as being the, uh, most recommended top business podcast. So we have that, um, to shout out about the feather in yes, your cap. The podcast, yeah, congratulations. Yes. And so it's been amazing conversations with people and, and then two other books have come out since then. So I, it's my, you asked me uh, when we did a pre-call and my profession is I am a mega real estate agent. Uh, the, the, what I call my creative endeavors, the books, the podcasts, I really find energize me and it really uh, provides the opportunity to stay so connected um, when this whole COVID-19 started, I heard it on the West Coast uh, from some masterminds I'm in. Um, and so our team started getting back to, I, one thing I have is this muscle memory of what happens in market corrections and shifts and pivots. And, uh -huh. and so because I'm in tune, and that's why I give kudos to you uh, doing this as well, is because uh, we were able to really put into place some um, really good uh, strategies to be prepared for our clients and our customers and our market and right. then um, for going forward. Right. Yeah, this is not going to be only a shift in the housing industry. It's going to be a shift for the providers of the housing industry, for builders oh. and lenders and realtors, too. So it's interesting what's going to come out on the other side of this and, and who would, 
you know, I, I always go back to Hunter S. Thompson said that when the weird or when, it, when the going gets weird, the weird turn pro and the going's weird now. And so all the weird people that are have that extra influence or the extra effort and maybe unique insight will will come out and be the pros on the other side. So there's my yeah, two well, incredible <laughs> um, opportunity. I mean, opportunity to be of service yeah. to the community and to our our clients and our customers, but also an opportunity to help people um, because housing right. is going to be one of their top decisions. And so we can be there for them now is that we have been, we have a settlement today. I mean, we've been closing houses um, as a team and we've been serving people's needs because we've had people that have had to move. I mean, they, anyhow, so um, there, we want to be there and we want to be that uh, we've been here in the market area for over four decades, and we're going to still be here uh, serving people's mm-hmm. needs. It may, it'll be different. Excellent. It won't be people. I, a lot of people say when it goes back to normal, I was like, yeah, that's not, it's kind of like the way I, I feel like it's going to be. Yeah. New it's normal. like nine yeah. 11. So like after nine 11, yeah. we never went back to the airport to same again. Right. And same right. with, we never went like, um, even, you know, public buildings, right? After things like the Oklahoma bombing and those kind of right. things. When these things happen, we don't go back to that. We're going to create something right. new, but there's incredible opportunity there. Um, and, yep. and so I, I'm looking at that. I'm looking at where, where we're going. Um, Wayne Gretzky's quote, you know, he skates to where the puck is going. That's where I'm skating. Right. I'm skating to where we're going and not looking back to where it was. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so uh, we always like to have uh, guests share a tip or two that they would have for someone perhaps thinking about uh, selling their home or someone buying a home. What what uh, insight or tips would you want someone in, in today's world to know or to, to maybe consider before they just jump out there and start, you know, Googling new homes for sale in their areas. Well, and first of all, if that's you and you're ready to make a move, you know, know that, if, you know, working with a professional is even more important um, in these situations because navigating the process really does require uh, the, the skill of someone who can think resourcefully and creatively um, because we are entering into situations where we we haven't ever gone before but someone who has some experience is going to be the best person uh you know to to help you navigate that and if you're ready you know if that's in in your you know there could be external reasons why you're moving because of of job or financial need or or i've even known people that you know because of health needs and because of uh family needs but if you have that need there are ways to that we can help you securely and safely. But the person that I would encourage you to look for is instead of literally starting the Google search on the internet is to, to, to search your, your community that, you, you know, has, yep. has been there. And, you know, that's usually often with referrals and, and um, you know, mm-hmm. past performance is still the best indicator of future results. So, I, although, you know, there are new right. people in the business that can be scrappy and I'm not going to, you know, say that isn't a, an option, but just uh, I would start your start looking there um, because those are your people that are connected to the community. They're going to have the resources and the ability to help you navigate. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent advice. Well, Karen, uh, I think we've used up more than <laughs> my five minutes, <laughs> which is uh 
no worries. The uh, what's a good way for folks to reach you, or what? what uh, where would you like them well, to so find you? Well, so on the real estate side, I my team name is HBC uh, Group at Keller Williams. So uh, you can Google that. Actually, I think you can Google my name, Karen Briscoe, and you'll find me on the first page. But the the podcast and the books are all the number five minute success, kind of like take five. You can <laughs> take five by the mm-hmm. five yep. minute success podcast and books are on Amazon. Uh, the real estate success in five minutes a day and commit to get lead 66 day challenge. And um, my most recent book, flip time, love life is available as well. So the website is the number five minute success and all the social media as well. Excellent. Well, I certainly appreciate you joining me today on take five for real estate and I wish you continued well, success. And you as well. All right. Thanks, Karen. <laughs>